0: Amen. Amen. Does anybody ever feel like they just need to break free free from a few things every now and then? I mean, sometimes we just carry the weight of the world around on our backs and God has made a way that we don't need to do that. Amen. He said his yoke is easy. So I I tell you, when I I read a little bit of devotion this week, I always try to study God's word and spend time in God's word. And when I came across this particular uh, thing out of our daily bread, I, I really man, I get blessed by these. You know, be sure that you guys take one of these with you. Um, we got plenty of them. And it's a, just another tool to use along with your, with your Bible. You know, what I mean, always Bible first. OK, always, always grab that. But you know what? Uh, we found this to be very uh, sound doctrine. So that's why we uh, we share that with other folks. But anyway, I want to start out with asking somebody, everybody a question. OK, have you ever found yourself in a situation like this, a situation in your life arises and you, and you got to spring into action? And you spring into action with all you got. And you're about midway down the, the path of trying to solve this problem or this situation. You find out this. You don't have all the information. That's not a good plan there, is it? I mean, you can, man, you got, you're rolling. You're, you're yelling at people. Let's be real. You're doing this. You, I can't believe this and everything. And you've got a piece, couple of pieces of that puzzle that you didn't see real well. Or maybe you just weren't, you know, privy to. But you know what? Aren't you glad that we ought to run to God first... If we could set that in motion. And he'd help clarify a few things. And that's what I want to talk about today. And so, so many times we want to implement our best plan. But really, the best plan is whose plan? God's plan. And sometimes we don't even have a plan. Amen? I'm finding that maybe I don't even need a plan a lot of times. I believe he gives us wisdom. And he wants us to do our part and things like that. But, you know, I want my plan to mirror that of Christ's plan. Let me say it better. I want my plan to actually be... I want his plan to be my plan. That's how it came out, right? I want his plan to be my plan. See, a lot of times we want my plan and our plan to be his plan. It doesn't always work like that, right? He's got, he's got, you know, you think about this. I was thinking about this. God is not bound by time. You know what I mean? If you, if you look here and you say, okay, there's my past, there's the present and there's the future. So we're working in here, you know, we're, we're plowing backwards, looking back. God's not bound by that. He sees the whole picture. And, and I'm going to tell you something that's not in the notes. This is friend. He sees the whole picture and he still loves you. Amen. How many know if, if some of the things that you're going through now or some of the things that you've been through, if you knew that that was coming down the railroad track on your, on your life, you go, oh, detour, detour. Amen. But God sees that and he doesn't go, oh, I'm going to step back on this one. He steps up, and wraps his loving arms around us. I, I, I just see that over and over in our life. And that's when, you know, when you're going through a season, anybody going through a season in their life that they would rather just kind of detour sometimes, you know, and when I hit those seasons in my life, I go, this is just a season. And I'm not alone. This is just a season. Lord, I don't go, why? I go, what? What? What are you showing me? How can I be a mirror of Christ during this time? Lord, I need your strength. I need your wisdom because I don't know what to do. You know, anybody get in that spot every now and then? I think we live there sometimes. But it doesn't have to be miserable. It could be breaking free of some of those things and trusting God. So let's keep on rolling with this. So I said, you know, a lot of times maybe we don't have all the information available to us. And you take off running and everything. And then you find out, man, I probably shouldn't have done it that way and everything else. So what we do is a lot of times we just continue to be entangled to that old bondage of whatever it is. You know, we drag this back into the situation again. Whatever this is. Fear, doubt, you know, resentment. I don't know what it is. But I think everybody's got a few things in their back pocket that I hope that we can leave at the foot of the cross today. Amen? Amen? And just keep on walking. Not pick it up when we leave. Leave it at the foot of the cross and keep on moving. Amen. So that's what I really want to share today. And as I start looking through here, i want to show you how this message was birthed here uh, this week. Um, Out of Daily Bread, they had a, a, a title of a little message called Breaking Free. Imagine that. But listen to this. I'm going to read just a paragraph out of there. It says, the elephant is the largest land animal on earth and one of the most powerful. Yet it takes only a strong rope to restrain one. Here's how it works. When the elephant is young, he is tied to a large tree. For weeks, he he strains and pulls, but but as time goes by, the rope holds him fast. So eventually, he gives up. Then, when the elephant reaches his full size and strength, he won't struggle to get free. For once he feels the resistance, he stops. He still believes he's held captive and can't break free. Let me go back to that last sentence. This is what set everything in motion. He still believes... He's held captive. He can't break free. See, I believe a lot of our lives are just like that. We think, man, this is the way it is. That's it. I'm still shackled to this. This is what's going on. And I, I just I want you to know that that's not the case at all. I said, I want us to know that, you know, as we look at a few things, how God shows us how to break free from those ropes and chains and mistakes that you pass, we can move forward. Amen. That's a good word. That's a good place for y'all to say. It. Amen. Amen. Good. Connie, I appreciate you up here in the front row. Good to see you guys. Well, let's take a look at this. This is a scripture the Lord led me to as I studied uh, throughout this week. 2 Peter 1, 2, it says, May God give you more and more grace and peace as you grow in your knowledge of God and Jesus our Lord. How many folks could use a little more grace in their life? Bring it on. How many know that God's grace is new every morning, right? Aren't you he glad? He's not running low on grace. He's not looking back over the golden gates and, and stuff and go, Man, I hope nobody needs any grace today. Down to about 5 million gallons of grace, you know? No, he's got it covered, man. He's got it covered. But what I want us to see is that's for us. That's for us as his children. But let's read that again. May God give you more and more. Sounds like he's got a good supply of it, don't he? If he's willing to say give you more and more, he's got plenty, amen? He's not fretting. He's not up on the uh, throne room going, man, oh man. Buddy Chapman going to be born in 1965. What am I going to do? He already, did. he already did it. He sent Jesus, amen, for you and for me and for the world, amen. But take a look at this. More and more grace and peace. Anybody like peace? Man, I'm telling you, that's priceless. That's why wars are fought all the time because they want peace, right? That's what they say, but I think they want war the way things are going on. It's just, it's just turmoil all the time. As you grow in your knowledge of God and Jesus our Lord, the How are you going to grow in your knowledge of that? I'm not talking about just knowing about God. I've talked about that many times. When I first got saved, I had somebody ask me a bunch of questions that was, was believing something totally different than I knew that, that I knew was wrong. But I couldn't defend what I knew in my heart because I, I just started walking with the Lord. And I said, Lord, that will never happen again. It really, to this day, I still. I just felt like I couldn't, I said, but he loves us, he loves us, you know what I'm trying, and and all I knew was this, all I knew was this, I was a sinner, and Jesus saved me, and that was good enough for me, that's what his word said, that's what I believe. but but I had a desire to learn more, so I said, well, I'm just going, I got, I had the Bible out, I'm reading the Bible, I'm looking, I'm taking notes, and I'm learning, and I can tell you, man, oh man, three different languages, and Aramaic, and this and that was going, man, I thought I was getting it down, getting it done, and I was out at work one day and I was on my break. Don't laugh. I get one of those every now and then. Miles is saying, you always on break, aren't you? I was at work on a break and I was reading and I was reading I was taking some notes and the Lord spoke to me. Now when God might speak to you differently the way he speaks to me, sometimes it's just a thought and it just rises up and it's a little bit louder and a little bit louder. Now I could turn it off, right? He doesn't muscle anybody but he started to speak to my heart. And I was learning all about it. He said, you know what? Don't miss out on knowing me when you're trying to know about me see if you know me you'll know about me i just shut everything down i just i mean I started crying Man, I was like Lord I'm sorry see I was trying to find him in a in a uh, what I want to say not not in a book but but in a, in a what am I trying to say somebody help me in a format that's what I was looking for i was trying to find him in a format but i found him in his word i found him Right in the middle of my life. Right in the middle of my situation. And I said, Lord, I'm just going to hang out with you. And when I start finding out, t- t- listen to this. I could take a book of Chuck or Sonny or whatever. I'll usually use Sonny. I'm going to use him today. The book of Chuck. And I could learn a lot of stuff about him. What his favorite color is and all these things. And never met him. Never spent any time with him or anything else. But if I hang out with him and we do stuff and we share things, I'm going to know. So when somebody says, well, I think his favorite color is green. I say, no, you don't like green. He likes blue. <laughs> 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 Woo, break it free, baby. I, I, God knew it. I didn't. Amen. But you see what I'm saying? So those things things will re, be revealed to you. Man, God just me something else. I shared this one time before. See, a lot of times, and, and please, please, please don't miss what I'm saying. I'm just trying to encourage the home team. I think education is great. I think studying God's word is great. Is what we need to do. But a lot of times, and I know early on in my walk with the Lord, I was so bent out of shape because I felt like I was so far far behind the curve. I didn't grow up in church. I went to church once when I was five, once when I was 30. And if you are a rock and roller in between there, baby, you need some Jesus. All right? You need them anyway, but you definitely need them. All right? And so let me tell you. So when I found out, when somebody told me, that God loved me just the way I was. That I didn't have to clean up. I didn't have to give up. I didn't have to fess up or anything else. I just had to trust him. I was like, I want to be on that team. That's breaking free. So when I look at things like that, and, and I start understanding as I study the word and I spend time with God, remember that knowing, the knowing? I believe revelation is just as good, if not better, than education. Education's good, because I'm going to watch y'all say that. Education's good. Education's good. But revelation is poured in right to your life from the Spirit of God. Amen? He will show you stuff that'll just blow your mind. He he knew Chuck's favorite color was blue. Amen? Right there. So keep on going. Well, I want to talk a little bit more about these chains that we allow, just uh, these ropes and chains. I want you to kind of picture that elephant for a minute. You know, you see how big they get. You see how strong they are. And with one little rope that allows, that, that just keeps him bound to that. What is that rope? What is that thing, that sin, that that doubt or whatever it is in your life? I want you to kind of just, in your mind's eye, think about that. That's holding you back from the best that God's got for you. Just think about that as we roll on, All right. So we're going to take a look at that. Everybody said they could use more grace. Amen. Everybody said they could use more peace. Amen. So let's go ahead and take a good look at what's going on. Breaking free in the Lord Jesus Christ. I said, where did I start? Why don't we start in the, in the very beginning? Amen. We are shackled by sin. Amen. Everybody believe that? We were at one point. Let's take a look at this. Very familiar scripture here. Romans 3, 23. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Hmm. Now, let me just tell you, I'm not here to knock you down. I'm here to lift you up. Amen. But you got to have a good starting point. How many know you don't know that you need uh, a remedy until you find out you got a sickness? Amen. We we were full of sin, but now we're full of Jesus. Amen. That's how good God is. We're full of what God has for us. Praise the Lord. Well, let's keep on rolling here. We look at this here as things go on and we see how uh, he wants to continue to just bless us in spite of everything else we got going. Amen? Take a look at this here. If we just read this, for all for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, and we turned the lights off and went home, that would be it, wouldn't it? That would, that would be a long week, wouldn't it? Come on now, that would be a very long week. And we just say, hey, I just want to tell you everybody's a sinner, and uh, you know, hey, good luck. Huh? I mean, that's what religion offers you. Think about it. They say, well, you're a sinner, you're down, you're going to hell, you're doing this, everything else, all that. And, but, you know, and if you miss one little teeny thing, you're going to burn. I wonder why they're not lining up at the church house. You know what I'm saying? Because while it's true, if we reject the only way out of hell, that's where we end up. But you have a choice, and choice is a powerful thing. Amen. You had a choice of coming here today, you have a choice on your attitude, everything else. You might not think you have a choice on your attitude, you can have. A choice on your attitude. And sometimes I have to make that choice. Because I don't feel happy. Amen. I don't feel joy sometimes. There's a little emotions. You know. Oh I just don't. You know. Have you ever said. Hey what do you want to do? I don't know. Well you want to go here? I don't feel like it. You know. How many times you got ready to go to church. And you didn't feel like it. I don't always feel like it. Amen. But you know what. I keep on trucking. Because I know what happens. Once I get here. It's like going to the gym. You get pumped up on some Jesus. Amen. And I know I need to go. But not only that, I want to go. But if I focus on the wrong thing and I don't make up my mind and I don't choose to do that, guess what? Life's going to take over. This ain't called life. I am not on these notes at all. Are you already? <laughs> got some over there, but we'll come back to them if we need to. This thing called life. will just kick in and start taking over, man, because guess what? You got to write the bills. And you got to cut the grass. And you got to fix the pool. And the dog's got to get his toenails clipped, right? I mean, all those things coming around. And then something will happen like an air conditioner break down. You've got all this stuff that happens. And the devil's just going, got him again. Yeah, they there doing this, doing the tap dance. Trying to do all these different things, man. But I'm going to tell you what I found. When I put Christ as the priority of my day, things get a whole lot better. Does that mean my air conditioner never breaks? No. Does that mean I never have any problems? No, but I'm going to tell you what. When I'm grounded in the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ and I'm spending time with the Lord, everything looks different. Everything looks different. You know, it's funny. You see people that's been out of church for a while and everything else and they start coming back and they get on fire for the Lord. And you look at their Facebook post and it's like, that's amazing. I just want to thank God today. Everything's good and all this. And they start looking at the glass half full instead of half empty. And then you can start seeing when they're not spending time with the Lord. They already poured it out and now they're stomping on it. Here's the clue. Get back with Jesus. He didn't go nowhere. All right. So we need to continue to stay in the word, in the knowledge, in the, in the grace of God. Let's keep on going here. So I want to read a little bit before I jump out on here. I said, you know, if we just turn the lights off with that statement right there, that would be a long, long week and a long, long life. I said, but aren't you glad that Jesus didn't leave you stuck in your sin? Amen. He didn't go halfway to the cross. He went the whole way. He rose on the third day, sitting on the right-hand side of God, steadily interceding for you and me. That's a good word, man. That's a good word right there. But if you keep the Bible shut, you don't know what you got. Amen. So let's keep on going here. Many people that I know, including myself, if I'm not careful, I will continue to walk with that rope around my ankle. Come on now. Don't act like it's not you. Yeah, it's all of us at times. That's why a lot of times we go back and we go back to the fundamentals. We go back and make sure we we got got a good foundation, amen? What does a football team do? Me and Jesse went to watch the Redskins the other day in Richmond to do some stuff. And they ran the same play and a play and a play and a play, play and a play, play and I'm going. Man, it's hot. (laughs) That's all I was thinking. It's hot. But what they were doing, they were driving that home. Those, those foundational things. Everything comes from a foundation. And if you've got a poor foundation, guess what? It's not going to grow right. So that's why I like to come back and, and just solidify that foundation and root it in in the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? Let's keep on rolling. Well, a lot of times we were talking about those ropes and chains of the enemy. Let's talk about a few of those. I said, man, if you look at this... So many times, we see that the, he, the, the enemy is just a deceiver, amen? He's a liar and a counterfeiter, amen? He, wa- he wants to try to, to, to mimic what God's doing, right? Just enough to get you off course. Just enough to get you off course. And, 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 and how many know, I say this all the time, sin doesn't have to come in a 55-gallon drum. It'll come in a little at a time. And next thing you know, how did I get here? I got some good news for you. You don't have to stay there, amen? got to come get you he doesn't say swim to the side almost <laughs> he doesn't do that you're getting closer you're getting warmer no he jumps in with us amen aren't you glad of that somebody sent me a little cartoon the other day i wish i had i just saw it the other day. they sent me a little cartoon and it's jesus feeding the five thousand, right and he's got he's got that out there and somebody says is it fried? I can't remember. It was like, oh, I'm a vegetarian. I mean, he like, said, oh, that's not what I want. They didn't see that in the Bible. They were like, thank you. We get so picky with stuff, don't we? Man, I'd come to church if y'all had brighter lights. I'd come to church if you let Tanya sing all the songs. Okay, that sounds good to me. I like the way she's You know, always, it's got to be, man, you know, them seats are a little tough. What do you want? You drive a nice car, come right down here, and look, get to hang out with all these great people, man. What a blessing, all right? There you go. Y'all can laugh if you want to. Anyway, so the ropes and chains of the enemy. Let's look at the one thing that I see over and over and over. You know what he loves to use? This right here. Fear. Amen. I heard somebody say one time, false evidence appearing real. That's a good one to take home with you, isn't it? I said, you know what? The, the enemy loves to use fear. Why? Because it paralyzes you. Something scares you. Just like that. What happens when when you're really stressed and your body starts shutting down, right? It starts putting the skids on there, man. Everything tightens up. That's what he wants you to do. He don't want you to keep moving in the things of the Lord. He wants to stop you right there in your tracks, amen? But he ain't got a choice. He ain't got a choice because that's his game. But you know what? He loses. That's his deal. I read the the whole thing. Guess what? We win. God wins. Cover to cover, God wins. Are you on team Jesus? Yeah. Yeah. Then you win. So it paralyzes us. And I said, this is is what the Lord was showing me uh, when I was writing this down. He wants to stop us dead in our tracks, but listen to this statement here. He tries to build a wall between God's truth and our hearts. You hear what I'm saying? He will try to build a wall between your heart and God's truth. How does he do that? With this word right here. With a little bit of doubt. Think about this. Let's just think about it in the world. If you want to ruin somebody, all you've got to do is throw a seed of doubt. If somebody goes, if, if, you're, if you're running for office, Lord help you. And they found out you got a parking ticket in 1929. And they could take that thing. Next thing you know, they got you as an axe murderer. You know what I mean? And so they don't really care if it's true or not. Just as long as you think it's true about that person. Guess what? Now they come over and they say, hey, I'm running for office. you hiding your kids and stuff. What is that? That doubt. He said, Man, that's a little extreme. It's true. Think about it. So many, all they got to do is cast a little doubt. And then, guess what? One of your best friends will come by and add water to it. Yeah, I heard that too. You know what? He always had shifty eyes. You know what I mean? Just jump on there. Instead of saying, Hey, you know what? Where'd you hear that? It was on the internet. French model. Y'all seen that one? I'll let y'all go on that one. Yeah, we, we. So it's got, you know, it's crazy, man. But you know what? He tries to build a wall between God and us. He'll tell you why you shouldn't go to church. He'll tell you why you shouldn't or, or try to divert you into not opening the Bible. I love this too. I used to go over to God's house and uh, he played some music. And he had a Bible on his, on his uh, table there, you know, the coffee table. And I went to move the Bible one day to tell him something because I talk with my hands, as y'all know. Right, and I went to movie He goes, "Oh, don't touch that!" I was like, "What? What?" He goes, "Man, that's the Bible." Yeah, I know. I was thinking, "Have you opened it up?" Because there's a lot of dust on that thing, baby. He said, "Man, that's that's the Word of God." I said, "I know. Have you read it?" He said, "I'm going to." Okay, don't put it off till tomorrow. Just like we're saying, let's break free and read that. See, people people have a almost a fear. There's a reverence. There's a fear. A reverence is a healthy respect, okay? You know, a healthy respect of, of God's word. And I thought it was great that he had such a reverence for that, but, but it, it was such a fear in his heart. He didn't even want to open it. He, didn't, he thought, you know, I, I don't know what he was thinking. I was like, hey, man, that's God's love letter to you. God wants you to read that. Yeah, yeah. But see, the enemy somewhere along the line is, along the line, had told him, you know what, you're so bad, man. You don't even want to open that thing. You know what? If you start reading that there, you're going to have to change your whole life. Because he started telling me, he says, man, I just, you know, there's so much wrong in my life. Open the book. Yeah, man, but you just don't know my past. Open the book, you know? Open the book. And you'll find that God will meet you where you are. Aren't you glad? You didn't have to clean up or all these different things. God will meet you in that miry muck right where you are, to help you break free. He'll break the chains and the shackles that's in our life. Y'all ready for this? This is something cool that the Lord showed me this week. I said, seeds of doubt produce crops of despair. I said, man, that's pretty cool. What does despair mean? <laughs> Let me look at that. You don't know, you anything of despair. All right, so I looked that up. Misery, hopelessness, depression, anguish, gloom. See, those seeds of doubts start It's producing a crop of those very things. Watch it take hold in somebody's life. You know anybody like that? Is it you sometimes? It starts out a small thing. And they don't trust God with it. And then it becomes a bigger thing. And then this is the one I always like. I just can't. No, if you don't have any legs, you might can't not walk. But you have a choice on a lot of things. Okay? So when we look at that, why don't we go back and say, Well, wait a minute now. I don't want to be that elephant shackled to to that tree. Leave it behind, man. Leave it behind. God did not come here so that you live chained to your past. Amen? He did not come and pay the ultimate price to set you free so you could go back and get tied back up to the same thing. Amen? However, I know sometimes we wander back, don't we? Is God's grace still new every day? Is His love unchangeable? Is it, is, what does He say? It's unconditional? So it's not based on a condition. I broke you free. I got you out. And I'm over here. But if you ever do that again, I'll leave you. No. He says, I'll never leave you or forsake you, amen. That's what I want you to see today. Let's keep on going. So what do we need to do? We got to be sure that we weed our garden of doubt with the knowledge of God and our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. We need to spend time with the Lord. And I, I see this so many times. I said, that's why so many people lose hope. That's why they lose hope. They lose sight of the grace of God. They lose sight of the grace of God. Every day, man, we need to weed. Every day we need to watch ourselves. This world has got a lot of negativity. Amen? Amen. Met a guy the other day. Met a guy the other day. And uh, I sat down at the bar to order a to-go order. for y'all jump What are you doing there? No. But he was drinking. I don't care. I said, hey, how you doing? I'll take the uh, chips and salsa, please. And I started talking to this guy. I didn't say nothing about anything. How you doing? I said, man, that's good. We eat here all the time, but I'm going to get it to-go order. And the guy was telling me this and stuff and blah, 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 blah. blah. And he's cussing and fussing and all that. And I just said, okay, yeah. I'm waiting for my chips. And the girl got my regular little uh, uh, raspberry tea, man. I was feeling really good. And then he says, so what do you do? I said, I tell people about Jesus. I'm a preach. He goes, well, praise the Lord. <laughs> I was like, what just happened there, right? What just happened? But he says... I should have known something because I could tell your positive vibes. I said, oh, I was just telling you about Jesus. So I got to share some Jesus with him, you know. And the next thing you know, he started moving his drink over further and further from that side, you know. He's trying to clean up. See, because cause the word of the Lord, I mean, I'm not putting nobody in the headlock. I'm just telling him, man, that's great, man. And he started telling me about his dad. He had lost his dad. And all these things. And he was a little down about it. I said, ma'am, you know, how old your dad? And this and that. I said, you know, the way I deal with that is I'm so grateful that I had my dad for this many years. You know? He said, yeah, I guess I need to think about it like that way. So God opened up an opportunity, right? Just to share a little grace with him. See, a lot of times we forget about God's grace. We forget about God's love. And we get so focused on what's happening, the, the storm, that we don't realize that, you know what, it's only for a season. Amen. Am I preaching to somebody today? Because I know I'm preaching to me. It's only for a season. Hang in. Hang on. Look up. Amen. Let's keep on rolling. So we know that we're shackled by sin in the beginning, but we don't have to stay there. Amen. And I want to say something else about this. I said, you know, we lose sight. There's so much negativity and everything. And it's so vital to spend time with God. We talk about that. But we need to grasp the depths of his grace. I don't know if we can do that with our mind, but we can sure get close. Amen. We can sure get close when we think about how much God loves us. Now, I'm going to tell you what. What happens a lot of time is, I thought about this last night. We know what we feed on has a lot of effect with everything, right? I'm going to suck my gut in say We have a lot to do that, right? That's a lot of times I thought I was going to have to get back over here, man. I'm trying to not block all that. Yeah, we can't see what you're writing there. We know what, put, what we put in affects our body. We know what we feed on affects us right here, right? We, we know that. So we've got to be careful. But think about this now. We don't even think about it. Look at the video games. Anybody got some teenager kids or whatever? You might play them and stuff. Man, I was talking to my buddy one day. This is before all the videos were really heavy duty. I might have shared this before. And his son was there. And how many know when your kids sometimes are young, they have no idea why you got the phone to your head. It's just like, that means I can do what I want because they're not going to say anything while you're on the phone, right? And he started talking. Dad, how do I get to this other, other door? How do I get? He's talking about this game and I'm trying to tell my buddy something. And he said, "Why well, you doing?" And my buddy said, "Hold on a second. Grab the hatchet, cut him in half. Do this. Shoot the man, and go down the car, and then you get a new crown." Okay, I'm back. I'm like, "What are y'all doing over there?" It's just a game. It's just a game. Now, how many times do you think when you see something over and over and over and over, and then we wonder why people have no compassion? I'm not coming down on video games. I'm just saying that's for example. Anybody listen to, to talk radio? I like talk radio overall, but I can't take it all day long. Because I get out of the car, I'm like, this. All I hear is negativity. Oh, man, the stock market's falling. People are shooting this and that. Oh, this guy's stealing this, this and this. But if you need this, get life Because this and this and this. You know, I'm like, what? You know, you, you're just like, this. I was like, I think i listen to some praise music. I'm not being blind to what's going on in the world. And I think it's great to, 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 to know what's happening. But, man, we have to find that balance. We have to find the balance of what God's showing us and how he wants to apply things in our life. So all, so many times, man, we have so many things flying on our face. Think about right now. There's, there's more coming in your face now than any other time in the world. How many smartphone people do? We got some smartphones. A lot of people. All right. Both of you. Come on. Anyway, I know a lot of y'all do because y'all send me, send me stuff all the time, right? So now, I mean, I'm up here. We're playing. Bing. A guy calls me about the car. We're doing something, I go down here, bing, somebody's calling call me about something else. Bing, 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 bing. Now think about it, when your folks were coming on, if they wanted to talk to your mom and dad, they were doing this. Hello. Or they were doing this, licking that stamp and sending the mail, right? So it was probably about three or four days before you even got the message. It's a great thing, but sometimes we get so much information, I am preaching to me. We get so many things coming in, man, sometimes we got to turn it off. We got to ask the Lord to help us filter those things there. You know, you can't be everything to everybody, but you can show them Jesus along the way. Amen. Let's keep on rolling here. Now, that was the tough part. Y'all ready for some good stuff? Ready for some grace. So what is our title here? We're talking about breaking free, shackled by sin, saved by grace and life through Christ. I'm going to keep on rolling here. Pick up a little speed. I said, God's grace is what rescues the sinner. Amen. I said, it's an amazing gift that flows from the throne of God to you. And I want you to remember this. See, it's the game changer. We talked about that before. I said, it's offered to you freely just because God loves you. Not because you qualify. Amen. It's because he loves you. And I said, no other reason, no other clauses, no fine print. How many people use the Groupon things? You know what I'm talking about? The Groupon things? Oh, yeah, you can save some stuff. There ain't nothing wrong with the bargain. Amen. But I want to tell you this. What I like about it, you click on everything. And, and basically, if you don't know what a Groupon is, it's electronic coupon. Would that be fair to say? And then it says, I think it says someone there it says, fine print. Fine print. You know, so you look at that and you, and you find out that the, the free pizza only is on uh, Saturday between 9 and 10. You know what I mean? All this fine print. Why am I bringing that up? Because you know what? God's grace is what rescues the sinner. And you know what? There's no fine print. What must I do? Believe. Aren't you glad there's no fine print with Christ? Amen? Let's keep on rolling. I said, it's the transforming truth in the life of a believer. Everything that that we do as a believer should be based on what we believe about Christ. That should be the foundation. I hear people say this. Well, man, look. Hey, you know, there's business and then there's your religion. I don't have religion. I got a relationship with Christ. And if Christ is my life, he's going to be living in my business. Amen? That doesn't mean that I, I'm going to say, hey, would you like fries with that? Praise God. John 3, 16, everything else. And you know what? If you can if you could, you can, know, uh, talk out a couple of Bible verses, we'll give you a free Coke today. Probably wouldn't be a bad thing to do, but I'm not talking about that. I'm saying that our character should be shaped by the words of God and the truth of God so that when we go out in the world... That we represent God. That makes sense? But you know what? We all fall short sometimes. But remember this. We're not still shackled to the tree. God's grace is more than enough to lift us up and put us back in the game. Amen? Let's keep on rolling. When we focus on his love for us, it starts to cultivate our hearts for him. If you find somebody that's not real compassionate, I believe this would be a true statement. They don't know how much God loves them, possibly. Because if they knew how much God loves them, I believe it will melt their hearts and they'll start seeing how loving and tender that God is. And when I know in my life when that happens, I go, wow, how can I share that with somebody else? Amen? So when we start seeing how much, we well, think about this in forgiveness. When you start thinking about all your sin, I'll give you. 10 seconds, think about that. Ooh, ooh. Think about some of your sins, right? And now think about this. God does this. Wipe some clean. But you find one person that did you dirty, whatever. And you go, yeah, but see that right there? That's what you did 17 years ago. Right? Now, let me say this. I'm not minimizing what people has been through. I am not minimizing that. And I will tell you this. It takes God, Holy Spirit, to help us to walk in that. Do I always do that? I try, but I can't do it on my own. I ask the Lord to help me in those areas. So never think that I'm minimizing what somebody's been through. But I'm telling you, when we look at how much God's done for us, Lord, help me to respond like you would to them. That's what I'm saying. That's what that's about. Amen? Let's keep on rolling. Oh, I'm going to read this out of that. I said, grace is birthed out of God's transforming truth of God's character. I said, you can bank on that. You ever look at stuff that, you know, when you got, you can bank on that. If somebody, you know, if you know somebody says they're going to be here at 8 o'clock and they, and, and, and they always do that and they're not here at 8 o'clock, probably a concern. When you look at uh, the bank, I think, I don't know, I don't have to worry about this too much, but I think it says that the banks will b- uh, uh, back your money to $250,000. Is that what it is? I don't know either, but I'm just happy. They let me keep $5 in there at the end of the week, amen? You know, I'm teasing. But, but, you know, what I'm saying is they say, hey, we'll back this up. We'll back this up. But you can only back it up as good as the person standing behind it, amen? Right? I don't know if that's a good deal or not with the way things are going on in the world, but I know what it is a good deal. Jesus Christ holds my salvation. He holds your salvation, amen? Jesus Christ has got a great track record, Amen. That's what I'm talking about. Why is it we'll lean into what EF Huntin says, right? You remember the old commercial? The investor, and you crack open the Bible, and they go, well, I don't know. Hey, how many people's in here? 40 people? All these people here. I just happened to pick Chuck, and he knew his favorite color was blue. Go with that. I think that's a good deal. That bless me, man. That's awesome. So let's keep on going here. So we go through here, and we look at this. I said, you know what? this is what I really uh, is amazing about the Lord. I said, you know, we can trust God. We can trust God, but do we trust God? If you trust God to hold your salvation, this is, the, this is a conversation I had to have with myself long, long ago. If I trust God to hold my salvation, to hold me in His hand through all the junk and the stupid stuff that I do and everything else for eternity, can I trust Him that, you know what, they can help me make my bill? Can I trust Him that He's going to work things out In a a broken relationship? Can I trust him that he's going to provide? I should be able to. I should be able to. Because you know what? He's able. And he's the one that signs the deal off, right? He signed it out with his blood. Let's keep on rolling. Get rooted in the grace of God. I love talking about God's grace. You know why? Because I need a lot. How about you? I need a lot. I think we all do. Because when we realize what our situation is, that all of a sudden falls short of the glory of God. You need grace. I need grace. And he offers it freely. Now i want to share something with you. Um, real quick. I know I'm getting a little long today. But you know what? Lock the door. Love me through. Amen. I saw something the other day. It was a little clip out of a movie. And it was supposed to be kind of funny. And they spoke a lot of truth. And this person said, well you know what? In life, you know, sometimes you've got to let people go. You've got to do this and everything else. And I'm going to try to pull it around. I'm going to put my own little spin on it, okay? And this person said, I, I view everybody in life like, like a tree. And I was listening to him talk. He said, you'll have some friends come in your life. They're like leaves. When the wind blows, they go. They're there for a season. And they dry up and fall off and die and move on. Blow away. Have you experienced that? Say amen. amen. And he said, sometimes you got somebody in your life that might be like that branch. I said, but you got to watch those branches. Because sometimes when you walk out on that branch, you put the weight on there. It snaps off. Leave you high and dry. And then they said, listen to this. But if you got a few good friends. How many got a good friend in Jesus? Amen. More than a friend. Closer than a brother. If you got a few good friends like them roots at the base of that tree that go down into the soil. When the storms of life and the wind come around. You won't be sorry. It won't blow you away. It won't toss and turn. And I thought, man, that's so true. People come and go. Situations come and go. A lot of times we put... uh, unrealistic expectations on other people, but I'm going to tell you what, if you're rooted in God's word, if you're rooted in God's grace, if you believe his promises and you trust in what he's doing, that's the root of your tree. All right? I got one more. We'll go a little bit further. What what happens on a, how's a, how's a leaf work? It's got sap that goes up in that, right? I believe the Holy Spirit could be that, right? If we want to use that, that whole analogy there, sending life to different parts of, of your tree, to your eyes, to your ears, to your mind, to your heart, out where we can turn around and make a difference for people so the next time you think about something you know what am i a leaf am i a branch that's going to bow up in in a uh, when weight comes or am i going to be a friend that's deeply rooted in the things of god so i can help come alongside somebody when the storms of life come in amen that's what i pray see that's what a church family does you guys are the roots right ultimately christ is the root you see what i'm saying But God's going to use you in the way that you're rooted in the situation to help her and to help him and help me and help her and help them when they go through a tough time. But see, the door opens and the door closes and the door opens and the door closes, right? And the leaves fall off and the leaves blow and the branches break and everything else. And guess what? We're going to keep preaching Jesus, amen? Because I'm going to tell you what. We do what God says do. God's going to carry us through, amen? Give the Lord a little bit of amen on that. Well, what else is happening? grace brings joy but see sometimes if you've got your blinders on to grace you won't be that joyful will you it's good to have one of those rooted friends to come alongside and help you find that one or two things that's good in your life amen that's a good thing and sometimes you got to let people run their mouth a little bit just let off a little steam that's all right but then sometimes you got to turn around and say but you know what how about this and they're going well that's good well, that's good. That's good. You know, if you if look at the theme of our messages here lately. We're trying to pull the positive out of some tough things. Because I know from phone calls, I know from living my life, I know from watching the news, I know from, from just living life, that sometimes it's a difficult time. But I'm going to tell you what. We're overcomers in Christ, amen? Let's keep on rolling with this. So, we know so far from today's lesson, what do we got? We're saved by grace. And now we're going to have life through His love. Look at this. Love brought Jesus to you. You didn't run to him. You, didn't, you didn't, didn't catch a plane to heaven, right? He came and shed all that glory aside and lived the life in obedience to what God had. It was a perfect sacrifice for you. I want you to understand it's for you. Say it's for me. Amen. Do you believe that? Yes. Good for you. And I said, you know, Jesus wasn't just passing by. He came with a purpose. He came here to give us life. You might say, well, man, I don't really feel like I got a lot of life right now. This is what's going on in my life. This is what's going on. This is just, you know, I don't feel, I'm feeling pain. I'm feeling this. Well, I want to give you some good news. Y'all ready for this? Here's a good, good word. He's close to the brokenhearted. Amen. He heals brokenness. Look at this. Psalm 34:18. Write it down somewhere and, and read that whole thing. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted. He rescues those whose spirits are crushed. You ever feel like your spirit's just crushed? You're just wounded. You don't even know what to pray. We talked about it last week that the Holy Spirit will intercede on our part. That's what I want us to see. I said, man, the devil just wants to just come in there and just stomp you down and keep you tied up. But that's not the case because we serve a risen Savior. Amen. Let's keep on rolling with this. I said his love is perfect. First John. Let me read it off my notes because I can't see that far. All right. Oh, there it is. His love is perfect. First John is going to say, "Man, that looks different than what I have." His love is perfect. First John four eighteen. Such love has no fear. What are we talking about fear? Take a look at this. Because perfect love expels or casts out all fear. If we are afraid, it is for fear of punishment. Think about this now, and this shows that we have not fully experienced his perfect love. See, my friend that wanted to keep the, the Bible shut and didn't want to touch it, didn't want to be around it, he had not experienced the fullness of God's love. And when you experience the grace of God, all you want to do is be with God. Amen. Because there's no better place. There's no better place. Amen. Now we might wander off and we might do a few things, but I'm going to tell you what. When we experience the touch of God, I believe he puts a thumbprint on our heart, man. Holy Spirit is always wooing us back. He's a gentleman. He's not going to put you in the headlock, but he's going to, he's going to woo you on back to himself. Aren't you glad that your heavenly father is not done with you yet? Amen. Aren't you glad of that? Let's keep on rolling here. I said, his love brings life. John 17, 3. Give you some good scriptures to write down. Now, this is eternal life. That they know you. Mm. The only true God in Jesus Christ whom you have sent. Man. Remember our scripture we started out Second 2 Peter 1, 2. It says, may God give you more and more grace and peace as you grow in your uh, knowledge of God and our Lord Jesus Christ. Man. That's so powerful. So... Let me ask you something. Are you ready to break free? Are you ready to break free of whatever that thing's been holding on to you for way too long? I try. I'd like to. It's not that easy. Go back to that tree. It's not that easy when some of those leaves blow and and fall off and that branch breaks and everything else. Let me tell you what. Focus on the root. Focus on the root. Focus on Christ. Focus on Christ and what he's done for us. And I said, man, as we do that, we'll start seeing God start filling us back up. I want to read the next verse from our key verse. Moving right here to 2 Peter 1.3. By His divine power, God has given us everything we need for living a godly life. We're not coming up short in Jesus, amen? We have received all of this by coming, what? To know Him. The One who called us to Himself by means of His marvelous glory and excellence. God is a provider. God is a lover of your soul, amen? And when we go out of here today, I want you to remember that. I want you to remember that you're not alone. I want you to remember that you know what? That God's bigger than our problems, that he's not bound by time. He's not bound by what's left over at the end of the month or what somebody else says or what the newspapers printing. amen? And let me tell you that I, I don't like what they print about my God a lot of times so guess what we need to stand up and rise up when those things come and say that's not the God I serve that's not the God of the Bible but if you don't open your Bible you won't know that right don't mean you gotta be a Bible scholar and all those things remember what I said just know him just seek him and I'm telling you you'll never come up short now if there was something people say well man if you were gonna do something different in ministry if you were gonna do something this, this 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 what would you do different you've been doing this for a little while you know what my number one thing would be I would like to have more time with God. I'd like to have more time with God. That's it. Because I'm telling you, man, that's where transformation happens. That's where the message comes. That's where we get filled up on God so that we can go back out. So you always say the service starts there, man. The service starts when you hit the road, right? How are you going to take this message this week, first apply it in your life, maybe share it with your family, maybe share it with somebody at work, Maybe share it with somebody at, at the gas station, food line, wherever you go. I don't know. How are you going to share this message? Because there's people all over this world that need to break free. And the way that we come to, to that uh, breaking free point in our life is just like this calling on the name of Jesus. Amen. That's where it all starts. And I said, you know, what a statement, man, that God has here. I said, nowadays, a lot of people make a lot of statements, man. They claim a lot of stuff. Buy our bowling alley wax. It's the best. Get this scratch remover. Do this. Hair growth. Whatever, man. They'll promise you anything. Especially, I think it's pretty amazing. This is what I say a lot of times. Get this new vitamin, right? Or get this new surgery, right? And then six months later, they got the same name on there and they were saying, and you can get this from bangle, bangle, and bangle because you want to sue them because now you got a third arm growing out of you something. There's no shortcuts, man. There's no shortcuts. If you want to be stronger... You got to eat better, you got to work out. If you want to lose weight, you got to eat less, amen. If you want to know God, you got to spend time with Him, amen. If you want to grow your business, then you need to invest more time in it, probably, right? But I'm going to tell you what all those things must be centered on the Lord. If we're centered on Christ, He will direct our step, He'll make a, make a way out of no way. And he will never leave us in a persevere. It may not look like you want it to look at the time. I can tell you right now, things ain't looking like I want at my house. Amen? But I know that he's able. I know he's able. Let me tell you, man, God is good. And I've seen him do some amazing things. And that's where i want to keep my mind focused on God. When you turn around and your whole life changes like that... You better be focusing on God. You can jump in anytime you want, but you need to do it sooner because the sooner is better, amen, when you're looking for something to hold on to because if not, what happens is that rope like we talked about early on, it'll slide up and get around your neck and the enemy will just keep pulling it and he'll bring people to poke you in the back and the whole time, he said, man, I thought this was going to be an uplifting message. It is because we don't have to stay there. We have the ability we have the opportunity, we have the grace of God to stand strong in the midst of the storm. Amen? Prayer is a powerful thing, amen? Anybody believe in prayer in here? Everybody, let us pray. Father God, I thank you that you know what, you're more than enough, Lord. That you know what, today is about breaking free from the things of the past. Maybe there's things in our life right now that's not going the way we want, but Lord, I am confident in your victory of the cross. And it wasn't just then, it's, Day after day after day after day. And Lord, I'm trusting in what you've done. I don't know what it's going to turn out like. I don't know when it's going to stop. I don't know when the wheel's going to to just slow down or whatever. But you know what? I'm going to ride it out with you, Jesus. I'm going to ride it out with you. I'm going to speak your word to the situation. I'm going to grab hold of your promises. I'm going to walk the best I can. And when I can't walk anymore, I'm going to just crawl. And I'm going to lean into what you said. Because you're more than enough. Because you broke us free from that sin. You broke us free from all those things that try to rob us and try to just put our life in disarray. It might be a season you're going through, but I'm going to tell you another season's coming. And I'm praying if that season right now is not where you want to be, hold on to God and he'll walk you through the garden to get to the other side. Amen. That's a good God. That's the God we have. All good things come from a good God. Amen. He talks about in his word, he says, you know, what one of you would give your child a a gift that's not good? You know? And that's just man. But God, but God, but God always gives good gifts. And the greatest gift that he's ever given is that of his son, the Lord Jesus Christ. So let me ask you today. Do you know Jesus as your Lord and Savior? Have you asked the Lord to come into your life? Have you put your faith and trust in him? Are you ready to walk in the fullness of what God has for you? I pray today, Lord, if somebody's listening on the internet later, if somebody's here, might have some doubt in their life or whatever, I pray that you, you push that out with that perfect love that you have. Lord, I pray right now for hearts here, hearts that are hearing this message later. I pray for, for our families. I pray for our country. I pray for the folks going through some serious persecution right now, Lord, that you rise up in them. Show us how to be that mirror of Christ wherever we are so that we can make a difference for, for you. And I pray if there's someone here listening to my voice, the sound of my voice, I don't care when it is. If you hear this on on the internet 10 years from now, it's not going to change the truth. The truth is Jesus Christ loves you unconditionally. And that we were shackled by our sin, but we don't have to stay stay there because we've been saved by grace. Put your faith and trust in the Lord. Lord, come into my life. Free me from this sin. I'm putting my faith and trust in you. I know you're the son of God that takes away the sin of the world. Today, Lord, I'm calling on your name. If that's you, I pray somebody writes us. I pray somebody says something before they leave here today. If there's more prayer that we can pray with you or something you got a question about today, let us know. Lord, you're amazing. You're the one that breaks us free. You're the one that makes the difference. May his life be our life today. In Jesus' name, amen. Give the Lord a hand clap. Yeah.